Bruglati Blackheart 5.1. What's Blackheart all about? Let's find out. Let's find out. What's up, guys? Hey, Four guys in a Scotch journey to help you with your next Scotch purchase. And if you're lucky, it might be this one. It's a pretty salty one. It's salty. It's but it's complete. It looks dark. Yeah, it's a pretty cool box. It's like a black milkshake. So Brucolatic. Brucolati. Brucolati. I'm doing that because we always get beat up. The black art. What's the number? 5.1. So this is a 1992. It was put down in 92. 24-year-old, which means the youngest spirit in the uh, in the bottle is 24 years old. Nothing wrong with that. No. 12,000 bottles 12, put down. 12,000 bottles. Um, and this is bottle number 1373. At 48.4% ABV. But let's back it up and talk a little bit about the distillery because it, yeah. it's kind of a cool distillery. There's some uniqueness to it. Obviously, it's uh, an <laughs> Isla. I shouldn't say obviously. Maybe you didn't know that. It's an Isla distillery. But right it's edge, I know you're, right yeah, but it's it's different <laughs> in the fact that it actually produces a non-peated whiskey. Um, so they have they actually produced four different spirits there. Uh, if you check out their website, the first one is Brucladi. It's their core range. Most of their core range, uh, it's the non-peated range, by the way. Right. Most of their core range, if you look at it, it has something to do with the barley. They're very concerned about their barley at Brucladi, and, and they, they actually some cool stuff with they it. they right. refer to something. And how do you pronounce it, Andrew? Terroir. 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 <laughs> but to me, it's it's not a Scotch thing. That's more of a wine thing. And can you explain to, to what that is? So the, the significance of terroir with wines is where it's located on the slope and the soil and all that. The climate. The climate, the, the microclimate and the micro condition for each area of grapes will change the flavor of the grapes. So therefore, it, it, with respect to whiskey, it's where do you dig your peat? It's where do you grow your grain? Yeah, what is the type of grain? Well, you're using? for them, it's the it's, it's mostly the barley. The barley. Yeah. It's the barley. And, Very and I mean, I think that we've tried enough of them that we can say that there is something to it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Where you grow it, oh, yeah. the type of barley that you have, and and they know that too. Protein you know? content. Yeah, I mean, you uh, you get a lot of different variations. I mean, how much alcohol it makes with that particular yep. strain, and you know, and how good the yield was this year, and and exactly. so there's a lot of things that go into it. So, Flavor profile, all that. But unlike grapes it, it's more difficult with barley because I mean that could be leftover barley from last year's harvest that just got mixed in with this year's harvest so it's a little bit hmm, tougher yeah. to uh, unless you're sourcing and you're keeping right. it really well they plot they I mean they, they've got their plots numbered they, they it's a science to them they take take it serious but the other ranges they have is their poor Charlotte range which is their peated yeah, range yeah. Sure. okay and then they have their heavily peated or super peated whiskey, which is the Octomore. Uh, and then the last spirit that they make there is the Botanist, which is some gin. Just got a bottle yep. of that one at home. Yep. It's not bad. It's but good. anyway, that's that's what they do there. What makes this particular black art unique? First of all, it's five point one. So this is the fifth version, fifth iteration of their black art. Um, actually, as of today, six point one is out and on the shelves too. But five point one, what made it? different than the others other than just being one more than four is that it was the first um, first crack at a black art that the newest uh, d um, manager distillery manager mm -hmm. put out so his name was Adam ha Hannett Adam Hannett Adam Hannett and Adam took over the reins from uh, Jim McEwen but what's cool about it, what the story is with this bottle and Adam is that basically Adam this was laid down in 92 Adam took a job with Bruglati uh, in 2004 as a mm -hmm. tour guide 
tour guide started at the bottom. He said two years later he had an opportunity to get into the warehouse and jumped right at it and just became a sponge, listening, learning. And so the, the, the story is that he kind of grew up with these casks. I mean, he spent 12 years in the That's warehouse with it, these yeah. casks. Yeah. And then when he got the reins, and, and this was his first crack, he really knew the casks uh, really intimately. And so it was kind of, that that's what they were selling, you know, the story with this bottle. Obviously, he's put out a 6.12. So um, let's dig into what we expect here. This is Unpeated an old... Isla single malt scotch. We well, this is, that, this is the thing you don't really know because they don't tell you the casking. Right. So it says 24 years in oak casks. That's it. It could be right. red wine. It could be sherry. It could be tequila. You don't know what, but it's 24 years in oak casks. Well, there's there's some kind of red wine casks, I can tell you yeah. right now. Yeah, you can tell it on the nose. Okay. So, this was distilled in 1992. Coincidentally, we have coined 92. Well, heck that. Well, isn't that exciting? That's like we true. thought ahead? <laughs> <laughs> what? Is that coincidental? It probably <laughs> You didn't run back home. You did. No, I wouldn't have gotten these. I wouldn't have done that on purpose. I love the so, color of it. I've got on the nose already. This is pretty pretty potent on the nose. I've got uh, some fruits, some tangerines, some orange, a hint of coconut even. See, I'm getting like fresh grapes. Like there's some fresh off the good line fresh grapes grape. in there too. Not, not wine grapes necessarily, but like Concord grapes. Concord, exactly. Yeah, I'll give you. I almost get like a grape jelly smell when I'm yeah. pulling away from the glass, yeah. and I do get your tangerine orange type. Citrus, because it's a sweeter citrus. I get the coconut, so I was going to say somewhat of a spice. I mean, you said coconut. I'm like, I think that's probably what it is. I I get a hint of it when I'm getting the grape jelly. So I think it's got that sweet Mm. smell going on to it. But there's definitely some wine casting in there. 48.4. being a fi- that they already have the six point one out, there still is five. You can still find five one. I think I did a, a quick search on the internet and found it anywhere from two hundred and eighty to three hundred and eighty, yeah. four hundred uh, U.S. Um, ironically enough, the six point one was anywhere from oh. two eighty up to six hundred. Mm-hmm. Which oh, I wow. the the the, the six point one is two years older. It's a twenty six year old. But we'll get you know, that one. yeah, we'll get there sooner or later. All right. There's, there's that. There's a nice softness it's, to it. There's a subtlety to it. It's pretty good. Actually. It doesn't. It doesn't hit me as as a strong forty eight. But again, it's twenty four year old. Right. I don't know. I mean, I I think I get it on the back end. On the finish, I get more of the alcohol burn. Um, but no, when it's just sitting on my front palate. It's it's pretty mellow. So that tangerine. I think underneath it, there's a brown sugar. There's a sugary note underneath mm-hmm. it all. Oh, well, so far I had the first sip, and I've got like this, almost like a white yogurt nugget, and kind of um, <clears throat> well, it's oaky too. That, that finish is pretty oaky for me. Mm. It's really interesting. I, you know, I'm sitting it's, here quiet because I'm trying to pull out things. There's thinking like it feels like there may be some dark chocolate. too? It is. Yeah. It is drying, and it, it's got like um, it's got a spicy quality to it on the back end a little bit. I get like a little bit of a nutmeggy kind of thing going on. Um, I, I want to say red wine on the nose, but I don't really get a whole lot of it. I, I get a fruitiness up front, um, yeah. but there's not really much on the finish. But I get a lot of that sweet that you were talking about. Yeah, you know, we warmed up with a, a, a dram of 46% ABV something. And um, so I was really expecting to be ready for some. Honestly, this kind of packed a little bit more of a, an ABV punch on the palate than I expected. So I think I'm going to get more out of the second. Yeah. The, yeah, the second second sip, I think I'm going to get more because right now it's a little hot. Don't don't count on it. Mm-hmm. Really? No. 
honestly. No, yeah, it's I'm, I'm a, it's almost muddled. I think is what I'm <coughs> what I'm feeling. The flavors are kind of just on top of each other. I, I'm not able to extract much. I'm getting some black tea on the finish. Um, it's so it's got a right. lot of things going on, but it's hard to say. Oh, that and that and that. Yes, it's unshell filtered. Uh, I'm looking for to say natural color. I, I I've got to assume it's natural color. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. That's why they put it in a black bottle. <laughs> Anyone else getting marshmallow on the nose? Marshmallow. marshmallow. And coloring free. There you go. So it doesn't say natural color. It says coloring free. <laughs> Can't you tell? Look at that beautiful color. No, I'm just <laughs> well, it does have a. There's a little bit of a, a reddish tint to it, but it's it's mostly an amber color. It's it's not a bad looking scotch, honestly, and it's got some nice legs on it. Yeah, the water brightens it. It does. It actually has a nice dimension now with the sweet roll to the oaky finish. Kind of Honestly, I'm more sweet sherry on it now. So we've talked a lot about the difference between PX and Oloroso, Caramel? right? To me, it smells like a really tangy Oloroso yeah. influence. Not yeah. the deep, dark, like dark dungeony library with old leather, but it's got a little it's bit glasses. of that Oloroso's funk, but it's more tangy. It's more bright. Yeah, but I it's not PX. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. It is. It is not that sickly sweet kind of. Necessity. Right. But it's like a syrupy molasses sweet to it. But not like potent, it just... It smells sweeter with the water on it. Exactly. That's kind of weird. Mm. I mean, I think it starts sweeter too. Mm-hmm. Rolls into black tea. Definitely there's black tea all over that. I got some, some, some dark bitter chocolate going on. There's some bitterness in it, yeah, sure. I got some apple up front now. Really? You've got water yeah. on it, right? Yeah, just a little bit. Wow. So we started out with grapes and... I think it's, well, it's like a green apple, so I think that that's where that grape is coming from, but um, it's interesting. It is I, interesting. I don't know that I would even hazard a guess as to what they put this in, cask-wise. It says oak <laughs> there, there, there is some sort of... It does say oak well, It could be I plastic mean, buckets for all you know. <laughs> but if you, let's think about it, guys. It, let's, let's just take some guess at, at casks and say that the casks that they used were big casks, you know, port pipes or, or whatnot. So those are, what, 600 bottles of casks? Is that what you can... And yeah. I, just a gut number, right? Sure. So 600 per cask, and they're producing 12,000 bottles. That tells us kind of how many casks they had to mix into this vat, mm -hmm. right? Um, math is hard, so you figure it out. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I'm sure they have hogsheads on here and other weird... I mean, with that many casks, it's hard to really pull out exactly what you're... You know what I mean? Yep. To say, oh, there's some, there's definitely some Oloroso casks, and there's some, you know, well, European would, oak in there. I would hope that we could pick out at least, like, like there's a red wine cask. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can't tell yeah. if it's a cab or, you know, whatever, but you know that there's some red wine influence, and I think that there <clears throat> is in this a little bit. Um, and I, I, you've picked out a little bit of a sherry, but sure. I can't definitively sit here and say, oh, it's definitely no, got. No. I mean, it's, and to your point, I think it is just a little bit muddled. Like, uh, there's. It's a good dram, but I think the harder you think about it, the more it kind of slips through your fingers. Mm -hmm. Well, the spiciness that you've said at the end, the nutmeg, would you say that that might be a European oak? Or? Mm. And almost $350 a bottle. I don't Maybe. know. I think it's more than that. Well, $200, I, I priced it. It's up there, and I can get some brighter scotches for that. More. Yeah. I'm, I, 
it's a fun, challenging glass right now. It, it is complex. There's there's some there's a, a depth to it that I don't I'm not able to get through tonight. Uh, you know, I think that uh, maybe it's the age, something to it that just it's got a lot of body to it. It's got a lot of flavors in there, and I'm having trouble tonight picking them out. So what about like this is kind of okay. so stupid, but what the aftertaste right after it's set for a while, like fried eggs? Is that something you can? Pull out fried eggs. <laughs> and something you can call out. Yeah, like, that's so what you get, brother. I, you had, well, I mean, I'm, I'm totally getting that now. On the, on the, oh, like on the buttery fish. and nutty and kind of maybe thing. peppery. Do you put pepper on your fried eggs? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I, I'll, if you're going to throw some pepper on it. But and I think that's where that that I'm getting that European oak influence. Sweeter. Is it getting sweeter? Mm -hmm. well, I think it's getting softer with the with the water too. Opening up. Mm -hmm. Oh, see that was, oh, that, so, that's a little bit more sherry now, even. So interesting. I added a little more water, and on that sip, I kept I kept the whole um, the sip like right at the front, and that's where I was getting marshmallow, and um, yeah. kind of a, and the apple and some of those other nice sweet really and some yeah. stuff. But then, then you let it roll back, and that's when the bitterness kind of kicks in, and and the oaky finish. Too. Yeah, definitely the oaky finish. Yeah. But, but it's but it's not a long finish. I mean, it's it's fairly it's decent, but then it tapers off and it's kind of dry. It does taper off. Mm -hmm. That's where I get that fried egg piece right there at the end of that. So, all right, who's ready? Anybody ready? <laughs> We're all confused. No. Do we need to cut. Give some time to think. <laughs> well, I mean, part of me does. Uh, I do think that if we we do a rush to you know try to keep this one to our re average. Review. We're not going to do it justice, but I mean, at the same time, we are, that's it's doing fair. the rest of our exactly. And, and this bottle has been fair. open. It's been open, so it's not like we just cracked this. I, I think my the the thing that I'm having the most trouble with is it, it is a little bit uh, muddled with flavors. <laughs> I, I've put water on it twice now, and now I'm getting to just the sweetness of the of the dram. And it's definitely got a good underlying sweet vanilla, vanilla. marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, it, it's it's actually pretty potent that way. But when you just pour it neat out of the bottle, there's so many different like little bitty flavors going all over the place. It's really hard to it, it, it now that you're paying attention to it. I guess if you were just sitting and drinking this and not really paying much attention. You would think it was a good dram, but yes. But if you're going to spend three hundred and fifty dollars on the bottle, you're probably going to pay more attention to it, right? Because you want to, and at, so I'm trying to pick a number with that, and it, yeah. it's it's really tough. It, it, well, you're, it's tough because it is expensive, but I'll tell you right now, I and I can just go ahead and go. I'm going right. to give it a three five because I think that it's expensive, yes, and that, that hurts me in the big picture, but. The fact that there's so many things going on with this, it's complex. It's not, it is, it's muddy but complex. It's opening up and you can sit there and find things. We've named, how many things have we named tonight already on this thing? Apples, marshmallow, honey, tangerine. nugget, tangerine. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things going on with this. Um, I think we can all agree with most of the things we've said so far. So that alone, that's what, one of the things I really crave in, in a good scotch these days is something that makes me think. You know, it's, obviously I want to have my wheelhouse of sherry, things I really like. But this is the 48 is, is high, right? The ABV is good, it's not low. You can play with the water. It's getting sweeter with the water. It's changing, it's evolving. Is it expensive? Yeah, it's expensive. It um, you know, would I be able to buy that? I don't know, maybe. Um, but I, I'm appreciative I got it and I think it's really good. I think it's damn good. So you said 3.5. 3.5. 
All right, I'll, I'll go. We're going to go a little bit oh, out of man, source here. Mess it up. Um, so I uh, listen to Drew, and I'm doing my best not to let it influence me. I'm, I'm going to stick where I where I thought I came in at this anyway, and that's a three. Um, not saying that this Drew's three five because honestly, I was really contemplating on what to do with it. It is a good dram. Um, I love the complexity of it. I absolutely love the fact that there's a lot going on, and I think it's the water really made it blend together well. There was a lot going on neat, and I think you put a little bit of water on it, and it made it all melt together really nicely, right? So the neat was cool. I love my whiskey neat. I like a little more whiskey in my whiskey, as you would say, yeah. but yeah. Um, I think water really put the pieces of the puzzle together nice, and it drinks really nice. Yeah. Why I'm going to stick with a three is because I sit here and I think about the value on this thing. If I spent 350 bucks, what can I get for 350 <laughs> Now, am I being fair? Because I do that on every review. Well, I, I try, and I'm sure yeah. I fail sometimes, but... I mean, for as much as I like this, I'm thinking about some other things that I've had in the last six months going, oh my gosh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with a three. I think it's great. I think it's a little pricey, um, but it is one of their unique bottlings. It's a limited release, and I get all that. Um, and I love the distillery. I, I like what's going on in it, but I'm going to stick at a three. I really am. The, the flavors, you guys got them all. You nailed them. Honestly, the water yep. brought out the vanilla and that marshmallow. Yeah. Man, you put that in my head. It was stuck there. <laughs> uh, but that's that's me. And, and I agree with both of you. <clears throat> this is a, a very well-done scotch. And, and as we kind of went through it, and I, you saw at the end there, I put a little more back in it to re-fortify re it. It helped. You start with this deep, heavy, complex whiskey that it's hard to get through. And as you water it, it gets lighter and brighter. But you, you, you re-proof it back, it gets heavy again. So it's one of those, what do you want today? Do you want, the, do you want a, a winter by the fire scotch? Drink it neat. You want it out by the, by the um, pool? Light it up. Take it down to like thirty percent ABV, and it's just a great bright scotch. Sweetness, yeah. It's a, it's a little expensive for that. It that's is, that's the only thing that I'm, it's holding me back on this. Is it's really expensive, and you really have to work at it. It does change, and it changes depending on how you want it to be. So I'm going to give it a three, a high three, because <laughs> it, it really is neat. It's a neat scotch, but it's it's really expensive. So. Me personally, being as tight as I am, he said it. Um, <laughs> it's a little expensive for me. I, I probably wouldn't buy this for my bar because it's expensive, but I would absolutely drink it. And if somebody offered it to you, you should gladly accept it because it is a it is a unique experience. Damn dram. I will yeah. say the high threes. I mean, honestly, I was stuck between three yeah. and three five. I really was. I am not as impressed with this one. Dun dun dun. Can uh, you answer some music? Just <laughs> so. My, I guess my problem with this dram is, you know, you've got super secret vatting and you're going to get this super secret scotch and the super secret black bottle for $350, $400. And they, they build this whole experience up, right? And it looks cool and the marketing's cool and everything's cool. And it's not a bad glass. It isn't. Is it a $300 bottle though? No. If I spent $300 on this, I would be super pissed off. I just would. Um, to me, this glass, it, it has stuff going on, and there's a lot of, of layers in there, but they're very superficial layers. So, like, when I cook stuff, if you want, if you want to impart good flavor, you're going to put stuff in at the beginning, and you're going to let that flavor carry through the entire dish. So if you're making a soup, you're putting all the seasonings in when you first start making the soup, and by the end, it carries through. 
what I get with this is either a lot of like caskings where they put it in for a couple of months or something and just, you know, get, they're pulling out some of the flavors and they're in there, but you know, when I put a little bit of water on it, they wash out and I get something completely different. And then I put a little bit more water in and they wash completely away. And I'm just left with this, this sweet base scotch is basically what I'm getting. Interesting. And so I just can't really justify the money for it, you know, especially with what yeah. they're charging for it. So I'm giving it a two five. I just, you know, and I, I was thinking about it, and I was somewhere between a two-five and a three. I mean, because it, it is a good scotch. It's good. But when I put yeah. a little bit more back in neat, I just it just doesn't it doesn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. I, I just can't justify it. So I'm giving it a two-five. Well, I almost feel like you were knocking it for being an NAS, and it's not. I mean, they're, they're, they no. could, they oh, could no. easily do that. And no, that, but, that's but, what justifies the price is when they say that it's a 24 I mean, they're old, transparent right? about that right. part of it, and well, I'm fine with that. That's the, that's the youngest. And they're also transparent about it's being finished in different casks. Yeah. It's not aging for 24 years in these casks right. necessarily. Yeah. Right. Well, I think we so, all, at the end of the day, we all think it's delicious. We all knocked it for the price. We just all like it a little better than others. Of course. Good. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Good. So that I can tell you this, we're going to kill it. It's, damn, three, oh, yeah. it's three, a damn good drink. Three, five, two, it's 3.0. It's a 3.0. 3.0. Math is There it is. Math is easy Guys, tonight. please hit the uh, subscribe button, the like button, and... The notification. We love the bell. The bell. The bell. Why, why is that important? Because they need to know when we go live on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Or you can catch the podcast. Or you can Ooh. catch the podcast. Which is available everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, iTunes. all the podcasts. Hey, we'll see you guys. cheers. Cheers. Slant you guys. Cheers.